Podcasters, it's Friday, and you clicked on the episode because you saw the title. It's been way too long since we were gone fishing. Welcome to Kingdom Speak, and yes, this time it's with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Man, man, look at the fish in the studio. <laughs> oh, my word. We don't have to go fishing. The fish came to us. <laughs> oh my. You know, in Scripture, a donkey talked. Does a fish talk? Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! This is this is premium content oh, already. Oh, boys, are you gonna are you gonna leave that on the whole episode? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Speak fish. Yes, I thought I could see better, but um, it's a little <laughs> difficult. Okay, gone. <laughs> yeah, the body of a man, the head of a fish. My God. Fish. Some kind of a twist on Dagon. Be gone, Dagon. So. Here we are, like, we're off the rails again today already. But however, this is time for Gone Fishing, and it's that time of the year when Pastor McKillop um, leaves the studio and finds his inner self on the water. <laughs> and um, we just thought we would have some fun today. This time, I don't know, Producer Randy, what do you think? What do you think about him actually being here for this episode? What do I think of him being here? Yeah, like the fact that he's online with us. Yeah, you're going to have to just lose <laughs> There. Woo, I'm back. Welcome back. Yes. What do you think about him actually being here for the episode? Uh, well, I mean, if we must. I mean, we love Pastor McKillop. We do love Pastor we McKillop. We love Pastor McKillop. Um, not going to lie, I think he was a bit... Uh, a bit scared of us doing another episode. He really didn't know um, what was happening. So, so much so that we had to order him uh, <laughs> his very own Starlink <laughs> so that he could take it with him. Um, just, I just, I, I don't know if it's jealousy, if it's like just trying to be famous, that kind of thing, because clearly up until this point, uh, the most popular episode ever on Kingdom Speak. In um, podcast history. In podcast history. According to, was, according to whose metrics? Was gone fishing. So so here's my plan. What if we just cut him off and hang up and we just proceed? We don't give him any Don't give him any ideas. Right? He's and, looking for the leave button right now. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, um, uh, boys. Anyways. We love Pastor McKill. We are so honored to have him with us today. Have you given um, them a shot of Pastor McKillop yet so they oh, can see for yes. the YouTube audience? So we're on him now. All right. So, yeah. so look at that. Just look at that specimen of Pastor McKillop. <laughs> look at that. Look, look at, the, at, look at that. the gills. <laughs> Just look at that, would you? We're normally seeing him in his suit and cufflinks and tie and dress shoes and slicked right up for these yeah, Randy, podcasts. Randy's producer, Randy's. Uh, the game. Man. Yeah. yeah, I missed even without a top. Yeah, I missed the memo today that today was like yeah, casual uh, Friday. Words words I've never said before. I said to him today, which was you are overdressed. 
<laughs> and there yes. he is. So I'm seeing action behind you right now, Pastor McKellop. We're going to go live to somewhere on the East yeah. Coast right now. What What's happening behind you? Hi, dude. I need one of my... Uh, yeah, yeah, you need a King to Speak mic. Yeah, yeah. So walk us through what you're seeing right now. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, I see I see what looks to be a fisherman. Yeah? Yeah? Guess what's happening here? I, I'm not sure. Oh! <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. That's the tile. That's the tile for our episode right there. Look at that. Yeah. How cool is it though that technology allows us to do I this? Are. I think that's wicked cool. They're actually my son. Uh huh. Where is he? He's coming here. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jaron right there. Yeah, the avid combo. Oh, I like that. No, backpack. we got a keynote speaker. Look backpack. at the backpack. The merch. Woo! The merch placement in the video. Oh. He's got a kingdom speak backpack. Nice. Show us the backpack. Yeah. Woo! Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. So they're headed down for the, for the supper or mm -hmm. the evening fish. So you are oh, legit. There's four of us here, two tags apiece. Yep. Three tags. Yep. So, so the fishing is good. Good. So you're sacrificing your evening fish uh, to uh, be with us here today. What can I say? Wow. What can I say? Wow. Oh my, that's, it just warms my heart to hear that. Just warms my heart. <laughs> I bet and, you. And we know you would rather be fishing. We know you're a man of the water. It, it's others, what is it? Others first, self last. Oh, wow. What a God. moment. What a Ooh. moment. What a moment. Uh, you know what would be a real moment? They flip that <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So how far do these guys have to travel to get uh, get the fish going? Oh, it's not, it's not far. The pool is literally. Okay. So you're on a river? Gander nice. River. Nice. Gander River. So do you guys have to start it's at? a beautiful spot. Do you guys have to start at the top of the pool, work down through it, that kind of thing? Uh, bro, there's there, there was somewhere between 1,500 and 2,000 people fishing there last night. Okay. <laughs> That's a slight exaggeration. But in other words, wherever you get a line in the water, mm -hmm. you do it. Nice. And you know what? It, it works. Nice. And people catch fish. People still catch them. So fish. I, I, I think in a, in a perfect world, that would be the intent. So for our listeners in Jamaica, because we had somebody in Jamaica showed us out last week. Yeah. Uh, how about that? You know, invite us to Jamaica for a Kingdom Speak <laughs> live recording, would you? I'm recording in Jamaica. Oh, I'm, I'm from like in February. <laughs> February or March would be ideal. January is fine too, actually. I'm, I'm good. Anyways, so just to explain... You are fishing on a river, and these salmon are coming in from the ocean up into these waters, and that's and you guys just lay in wait and catch them on a fly, right. on a fly. Atlantic salmon. Atlantic salmon. That's fly really fishing. cool. Yep. yep. Little fake flies on the end of lines. You're throwing them out in the water, and bam. Yeah. Hmm. Really you guys, cool. Do you guys use uh, right. what's working, wet or dry flies? Wet flies. Wet flies. Wet flies. 
Do you guys get to pick? What, do you know? Well, they're all they're all uh, is, ultimately is, wet flies. That is incorrect. No, that is not correct. What? Well, okay, talk to us. A about dry that. fly sits on top of the water. Yeah, I, I do think they're wet flies. Like they're under the water a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> they're okay. At best, they're partially wet flies. <laughs> like half the flies wet. <laughs> yeah, half wet flies. You know what? A cool thing about fly fishing to me. Now, one thing that I won't be doing. Yep. Saying all the names of these. Flies. I was just <laughs> gonna say one of the coolest things about fly fishing is the names like do you know can you is there are there any names safe for radio that you could tell us yeah green machine yeah like yeah. wing dingers yeah. or you know is there a right. kingdom speak yeah. fly sadly the one they're using i can't say <laughs> hey man whatever works as they say whatever hey, the fish are taking just, no it could be taken the wrong way is it a bit no. shady is uh is it the kind there of thing? Go. Is it the kind of thing where one? I think this is. Correct me if I'm wrong. Now you know a lot more about this than I do. So of course, bro, I'm an expert. You know, when when I'm in the room with an expert fisherman, I I will ask all the questions I can here. So read the room. Is it the kind of thing where one day the fish are going after one fly and you can go out the next day? Is that true? And and they won't like you have to change flies. Like is that a thing? I mean, it's got to be the thing or else you would just have one you know, fly. Truthfully, the thing for me is that I throw the line with mm -hmm. whatever the guide puts on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, let's take this discussion. They, they, do, they do change it up. Yeah, let's take this discussion to a whole new level and let's talk about the different kinds of knots there is to tie these flies on. Oh, the... my goodness. I can't even. Man. I can't even. I know this morning the guy was pretty, I don't know what was called, the blue. You know, Randy, blue something. Blue. No, I don't. Blue rocket or anyway, yeah. whatever it was, whatever it was, it was really working because he had hooked three in a row within about a wow 20 minute period. That's That's on five hours of fishing. And the last one broke the line, and he lost it. He was crying more about losing his fly than losing his losing the fly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he didn't have another one. Hmm. You know, my dad used to take I mean, me fly fishing, and I think he caught three fish in five years. <laughs> so, oh, really? And that speaks to the biggest reason why I don't do any of that stuff anymore, because I fished and hunted enough in my youth the key thing being fishing and hunting. I didn't shoot and catch. I fished and hunted. And I stand by my, my previous statements. I'm not a fisherman. I'm a catcher. <laughs> a catcher of fish. <laughs> yes. Take me to catch fish. Mm -hmm. yes. All right. So there, that's the, uh, that's the fish discussion for everyone in the audience. Um, we have a podcast. And yes, I'm here. Yes. And they're, they're gone fishing. Wow. So you are not gone fishing. I'm not gone wow. fishing. So for the podcast audience, we are literally streaming in Pastor McKillop from the side of this river uh, in remote Canada where he is giving up his fishing time to be with the audience today. So, wow. How about that? You know, let's give let's, him a hand clap. Let's, uh, I don't know if I can say wow, wow to that. Wow. But, you wow. Know, yeah. It's amazing. Oh, my goodness. Just to think about the Come fact on. that. He's gone fishing, and he is gone from 
being gone fishing. That's really something. Uh, there was a couple things on the YouTube channel I wanted to point out. So we had a listener uh, say, say this on our last episode about Direction Matters. She says, okay, I'm in San Diego with the Buxtons. I get picked up at the airport and Sister Buxton is listening to dot, 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 dot. I thought that was pretty cool. So I don't know if we can say amen to the Buxtons or not, but let's shout out, uh, who is this? Pamela, Pamela Parizo, uh, who is with the Buxtons currently listening to Kingdom Speak. Let's say amen to those folks. Amen to you. Uh, Archdale Joshua says he loved the old intro. Uh, <coughs> no amen for that. Uh, there's people <laughs> say, there's people saying that they want uh, a Kingdom Speak book. Uh, but then this was cool. So this listener, um, where did this go? Where did this go? This right here. So we mentioned the show intro video on YouTube. Remember that? And I was saying it's time we updated that. So Anna Elise 2107 says, for what it's worth, that video intro hooked me. Specifically, Pastor McKillop's response to the audacity of the co-host telling him to put his phone down. After that, I knew this was the podcast for me. So we will say amen to the vintage uh, video. Whoa, whoa. How about that? What I'm noticing about the audience is there's there's a tendency amongst some of them to want to uh, stick with the old familiar, you know, intros, uh, the old videos, all that stuff. Uh, man, listen to this. I you know how memories pop up on your phone. I had a memory pop up on my phone this morning, three years ago today, the day that we we're we are we are shooting this episode. We were capturing our first episode with Pastor Caleb Adams about um, financial. What did we call that? The finance series we done with him, anyways. We're all, we're in the yeah. old studio. He's sitting in his office. How about blessing. Yeah, three years ago. How about that? Seriously. The theology of blessing. Theology of blessing. That's it. That's it. Uh, go back and listen to that. That's some great content. Uh, the video shots, the audio, the content is on point though. So, you know, for those people who like the old stuff, that's some vintage Kingdom Speak. Can you believe we have vintage Kingdom Speak content out there? We're getting to that point. So today is a good day to, I think, continue what we were talking about last week. So the audience... I'm sure you've seen this, Pastor McKillop. Uh, I don't know if the producers checked it. I don't know if he checks this kind of stuff, honestly. But the episode we did last week, Direction Matters, uh, is 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 on fire. Mm. It's really resonating with the audience, um, and for good reason. Great topic. Um, and we said when we were done this that there was a lot more content in there. So I think it's wise that we just circle yeah. back. Um, and, and hit some more of that stuff. So just to refresh the audience, we talked about um, the tabernacle pointing east. We talked about um, the difference between your position and your direction. Oh, yeah. That, that's a, that's a mm. major, that's a major um, 
cornerstone to this discussion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. So much in there. Yeah. I mean, even uh, maybe we can catch up uh, with Daniel. So we talked about Daniel being in Babylon. Right. right. So the, the fact that the fact that Daniel, and again, not to um, just rerun everything we talked mm-hmm. about last week, but the, 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 the idea that Daniel can pray from one captive position mm-hmm. towards another, uh, which that another was Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. So praying from one position yeah. to another um, underscores the fact that where you are, what you're going through, does not dictate mm-hmm. to you. Man, that's so good. Uh, Man, we hit the prodigal son? Yeah. That, that's, that's a perfect case of point. Yeah. Another great example. Yeah. You know, you you... You never, everybody worries about how far away, and mm-hmm. it, it was to a far country. Mm-hmm. That's, that's far enough. So that's all the details we really need to know. He didn't give us 101 kilometers. He didn't say that it was, you know, two continents over. <laughs> he just said, there's a far, far place. But really, yeah, position doesn't matter. <clears throat> As so good. long as the direction changes, yeah, and so that's why, that's why the moment he, he, he's he's how far away he is doesn't matter the moment that he turns around. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot in there for prodigals, right? A lot in there for right. Do you ever notice? And I, I say that tongue in cheek. You obviously did notice, but just an observation about how the the, the parable of the prodigal it chronicles and documents it takes so long it seems to get him to the pig pen right yep. in the story and then yep. it's like when he sits there and says you know what i've had my last piece of corn um uh, it's time yeah. to go back home yeah. it almost seems instantly he's back in his father's arms how quick that can happen yeah right if yep. you freeze frame it the minute before he's sick of eating corn it seems like he's so far away and then when wow. when you look at he he has the moment where he turns and it doesn't take nearly as long to go the same distance that he took so long to go right yeah yeah you know i, I could speak for our our local church there's been a special function of the holy ghost the last few weeks mm. Um, directly around this topic. Mm. The topic of direction in, in its broadest context, but even more specifically with prodigals. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we really do believe and have seen fruit already of, of what God is doing in the Spirit, that we're in a season that God is calling prodigals to turn around. So I, I think I think one of the key points that can't be overlooked in this mm-hmm. story is the, that the prodigal father stayed on the porch. Yep. As long as the direction was wrong. Wow. Hmm. 
So the prodigal. So he kept looking east. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Which, which great point. So if you're listening to this episode and didn't listen to. Yeah. Overwhelming biblical uh, principle is that when an individual leaves God, departs God, he goes east. Uh And he returns by coming back west. Cain. Yeah. Yep. uh, Was cast out from the presence of God and went east of Mm -hmm. Eden. So I'm not sure how far we'll get today, but there's there's many, many, many accounts Mm -hmm. that back up. Going east is away from God. Coming west is to God. So the orientation of the tabernacle facing the east mm-hmm. was, we covered last week, but just as a recap, was to face the ideal, which was Eden. Mm-hmm. But it's also so that when prodigals or any Cain mm-hmm. who has wandered from the presence of God, the moment that he turns around, when he looks back west, he sees an opening into system or into the church boom so, i'm gonna bomb that hold up wow that's good yeah and i guess in the prodigal story he sees his father right that, so that, that's where I, that's where i'm going yeah so the prodigal father has to make difficult decisions while the boys are running away yeah and that difficult decision is I'm not chasing you down the wrong direction. Hmm. But the moment that you turn, hmm. now we know that, that that is a theological, biblical cornerstone mm-hmm. to salvation. And it's called repentance. <laughs> when we mm-hmm. turn mm-hmm. from our wicked ways. So the moment that that prodigal goes, I'm sick of this pig pit. I am sick of what I'm going through. Yeah. I'm going back to my father's house. Yeah. Uh, at, at that moment, we now have the father moving off the porch. Wow. To meet. Wow. And so this just, this just once again underscores the fact that the position is not, is not what we're, what we need to worry about mm-hmm. is direction. Mm-hmm. And maybe one more recap piece that got us into this whole thing, <clears throat> excuse me, last week was we started talking about Solomon's prayer, right? Yes. Yes. And the fact that he he was sitting, when he was dedica- dedicating, yeah, dedicating the, temple. the temple. And he said, right. he said, God, if people will just pray towards this place. Right? There it is. There it is. There it is. So I, I think I think we need to talk a bit more about that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, in order for us to, b- before we tap into that, I, I think we need to underscore a couple more things. And I know mm-hmm. I used to underscore already, maybe twice. So I'm going to come up with another. We just word. keep underscoring. There's more lines there. Emphasize. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and that is that we spent, <clears throat> we spent one episode talking about the overall orientation of the tabernacle. Yes. Which, ironically, the temple that Solomon constructed was built after the same orientation. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
but but now I, I want to challenge us that the direction, the overall um, placement and positioning of the church as it relates to the external mm-hmm. is not the only thing we need to give attention to. All right. But it is also key. It being direction. Direction is also key within a properly oriented structure. All right. Okay. Are you so, talking church structure or what are you talking about? Church structure. Let's, just, let's go Old Testament church. Okay. Okay. So when you came in, because it was easterly oriented, yep. in on the east, yep. and you stepped into an outer court, it was very important the positioning mm-hmm. of the instruments within that system. Right. Okay. You did, for example, you did not meet the labor first. You met the altar first. Mm-hmm. That is not insignificant. When you're traveling from east to west, the first thing you meet in the redemptive system hmm. is the altar. That's where you need to be. <laughs> okay. We don't we don't get to bypass that. We don't get to circle around that. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't get to go, well, I'll catch that on the way out. <laughs> no, you're not going any farther. Oh, but I you want mercy. I want mercy. Yeah, yeah. Right. But 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 you're you're getting ahead of me. That's <laughs> that's the farthest. Mm-hmm. That's the farthest west you can go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I do find it very interesting that the next piece of furniture in mm-hmm. the tabernacle is the laver, mm-hmm. and that. Interestingly enough, could be approached from any direction. The altar was approached from the east. But right. once you get past the altar, you can approach the labor from whatever direction. Mm. Why? Because when you've got when you when you've repented, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what approach that you make to the remission and cleansing mm. portion of the redemptive process. Mm-hmm. So when they came to the laver, which we know as a type of baptism, yep. once you've repented, the, 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 it is on thy direct. Can any man forbid water? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? So without making this a tabernacle series, which it's very tempting to do so, mm-hmm. you, move, you move dimensionally farther west Mm-hmm. And every bit of the placement matters. I think I think you may have uh, a passage there to read uh, for me in Exodus twenty-six. Yes, I'll get to it. Stand by. <laughs> Exodus twenty-six and thirty-five. Here we go. And thou shalt set the table without the veil. So and, now, now we are talking the veil that separates the holiest of holies, the farthest westerly yep. portion of the redemptive system called the tabernacle, or in the New Testament, the church. Mm-hmm. That veil on this side of it 
you are to set the table. The table. Okay. And the candlestick over against the table on the side of the tabernacle toward the south. And thou shalt put the table on the north side, and thou shalt make an. Go ahead. So uh, all I want, all, all I want to, to point out here, because I know we're emphasizing east to west, and we're and we're reading about north and south. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what I'm wanting our listeners to get out of this is that within the system, direction matters. Everything was specifically said, wasn't it? He had a specific place, face for everything. Yeah, facing particular directions. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the last thing that we need when we approach having an apostolic church that is spirit-led mm-hmm. is church without direction. Oh, boom. Wow. Wow. There's you know, another if, episode. If not, if, if, <laughs> sir? There's another episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the spontaneity of Pentecost, we can think mm-hmm. that there's no order to anything. That's never been farther from the truth. God is a God of order, and he's a God of direction. And that is why I really do believe that true spirit-led church services have clear direction, mm. not just coming from the pulpit when the, when the pastor's preaching or the man of God is in the pulpit. Mm-hmm. Direction is established throughout the continuity of the entire service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And you know that the Holy Ghost is moving in that redemptive process when the guy that opens up his mm. is referencing the same theme. Sure. And the guy that's worship leading, leading this worship team is leading in worship. Mm-hmm. And then the pastor steps and he just picks it up again. Mm-hmm. Direction. Mm-hmm. Direction. All of this without without taking the time to unfold it because we don't have the time. I've got fish to catch. <laughs> They're waiting. They're ready. But but you don't want to go to a directionless service, which means there has to be order. There has to be submission. There has to be tension. There you go. There has to be someone mm-hmm. that's leading, mm-hmm. someone calling the shot, someone that is spiritual, and someone who is a follower. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we talk all the time about where's the follower? Yeah. Right? And we've got we got we've got worship now that is so talented, so put together, so and thank God for it. We need mm-hmm. to be given the best that we've got. But God forbid that worship leaders alienate followers. There's still there's still there's, a role for a worship leader, mm-hmm. right? Direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be beckoning, mm-hmm. leading them. Mm-hmm. Where? Farther west. Every service needs to be oriented east to west. We mm-hmm. want to get from outer court, inner court, all is the police. Hmm. We want that encounter with the glory of God. Yeah. Yeah. So direction. Direction absolutely matters. Within the Right? So as it's oriented without, helps us keep it on track doctrinally, as we talked last week. Outreach walk. Mm-hmm. How it is oriented within determine has everything to do everything with whether or not we experience the glory of God. And also, mm-hmm. okay. 
So I want you to notice the the role that direction is playing at the arm of the veil. Now now we're we're as far west as we can get. We are as close to God in this. Yep. Right. So, so we keep going. Twenty-five nineteen. Twenty-five, nineteen. Here it comes. And make one cherub on the one end, and the other cherub on the other end. Even of the mercy seat shall you make the cherubims on the two ends thereof, and the cherubims yes. shall stretch forth their wings on high, covering the mercy seat yes. with their wings. And their faces shall look one to another toward the mercy seat. So first of all, there's there's covering there, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and they that, that's all part of order, structure, submission, mm-hmm. authority, covering. All right. Mm-hmm. So they shall look covering. one to another, right? Toward the mercy seat shall the faces of the, the cherubims oh, just, be. Just, 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 just. Can you back up? Covering the mercy seat with their wings, right? And the cherubim shall stretch forth their wings on high, covering the mercy seat with their wings, and their faces shall look one to another. Toward the mercy seat shall the faces Ah. of the cherubims Ah. be. Their faces shall look one toward the other. Mm -hmm. In other words, they're going to face each other. Mm -hmm. But they're not looking at each other. Right. Face each other, but they look at the mercy seat. Yeah. So the ark throughout the history, when God gave Moses the pattern for the ark, okay, it was a simplistic box. It wasn't it wasn't something to be confused with any of the other articles within. No, it was pretty easily identifiable. In fact, um, the the more the more prevalent that the ark became in the area of setting direction. Uh-huh. Okay? Yeah. Let me give you one example. We're crossing the Jordan River. Joshua looks and said, God just spoke to me. Yep. And said, don't we come any closer, I think, I'm going from memory here, than 2,000 cubits, I think. Hmm. Before, mm-hmm. and we walk direction hmm. of the ark. Hmm. Okay? So you don't want to be so far, too far. Right. So that you lose sight of it. But you don't want to be so close that if it moves suddenly, yeah. you bump it into something and you push it into something that, that it was not intended yep. to be part of. But when you are moving into new areas, moving into new areas, moving mm-hmm. into Stepping into the next level that God has for you, that must be led. Going into this problem, there was so much tied to this, and 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 the overall part of the mm-hmm. Okay, that that in the construction of it, God told Moses, "I want you to put the law." On the inside, there was a pot of manna representing the miraculous. Mm-hmm. There was a 
hearing Rob Butter. And there was the law, which was rooted the law changed in hand mm-hmm. by the putty of Aaron's law. It just is what it is. It's etched. So, right? All of this is put under the this company. Elements of the right. That's the law. Mercy on the law became this pace setting direction people of God. To the point that when they were in conflict, guess what they would do? Follow the ark in. Yeah, that's right. And if the ark was in the battle, they won. Every time. The adversaries of Oh. They knew. Yeah, they knew. They're bringing the They're bringing the, bringing the box. <laughs> yeah. they're, 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 it was the equivalent of, of the nuclear briefcase, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. That football, is what they call it, football, that yep. the president has with him. They've got the box. Mm-hmm. It never ends well for us when they bring that thing. Mm-hmm. Israel quickly understood we can follow this thing into a battle and we can win. What happened is that they got out of place. Right. And so we have accounts and, and I'm just, I'm referring to a lot of this stuff, uh, uh, kind of rapid fire here, but there is, um, there's, there, this is no time to try to get ahead of what God is doing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Your position they're, matters they're, too, right? Oh, mm. where you are in relation to that. I recall a story of one man who, who may have gotten too close. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he got too touchy feely. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. So they took and went, hey, there's an adversary. We sort of like to win. Who mm-hmm. wants to? I mean, Who's, who's, who's scared of fighting? You know, you're going to win. Mm-hmm. So there's the Philistines. Boys, go get the ark. Mm-hmm. We've won every time. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is it wasn't God's. Mm-hmm. The timing. Mm-hmm. And so they drug it into that God was mm-hmm. Okay. We don't lead the ark, we follow the ark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Key. Mm-hmm. We get our cues from it. So again, bringing it back to direction within a church service. God give us a give us a generation of worship leaders that don't follow a song set. They follow the art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't follow us. Sorry, you broke up there. Song set. They don't follow a song set more than they follow the art. Yeah. Yeah. Give us. Give us. Give us preachers that aren't going to follow their notes, and then they're going to follow the art. Wow. Am I insinuating that there's something wrong with song sets and notes? Absolutely not. Mm-mm. God uses them, and you need to be prepared. Mm-hmm. But if he takes a left, go mm-hmm. left. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. Follow that. 
Yeah. We cannot have a church with victorious. We get ahead of what God is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you're following the ark, you'll find out that everything's a big, that's a big deal to use, not necessarily a big deal to God. That's true. That's true. So the ark was this, this piece of furniture that, that was a direction center. But I want to I want to point you back to what you said. Their faces of the cherubs faced each other, but looked at the mercy. That's right. Now there's all of these things going on around mercy. There's a hmm. lot that's going on. There's law underneath of it. There's supernatural underneath of it. Yeah. There's Aaron's law of rod that budded, which has a lot to do with spiritual authority, as well as the supernatural. There's cherubs covering it. All mm-hmm. of this is going on. Around okay. mm-hmm. And even God, even God doesn't look at without looking through our seat. Wow. Wow. So if we need to be looking towards anything, we need to be looking towards Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the farther you get into this redemptive system, the farther that you get west, closer Mm. to God, the less you look at each other. And the more you look at mercy. Boom. Listen to that. Listen to that. Even the cherubs weren't looking at each other, right? Right. Right. Wow. This has everything to do with what we were just talking about a moment ago. If a prodigal's coming back home, he needs to know that he's coming to a system, number one, that's oriented for easy access. Uh-huh. But second to that, he needs to know that when he gets there, that we're not micromanaging and examining him. Wow. We are looking at mercy. Because we understand that the closer you get to God, none of us to be there. Wow. No. So the psalmist said it this way in Psalms 86 and 13. Great Mm -hmm. is thy mercy towards me. Yeah. Yeah. Direction. Direction. Bam. Bam, bam, bam. So this kind of leads us, guys, to the text that we started off with last week. Uh Uh-huh. And that is the construction of Solomon's temple. Um, so, you know, we're picking up chapter 7, chapter 8. Mm-hmm. The, the work of the temple is finished. Now they're moving the vessels mm-hmm. into the temple. And he sends a great entourage to go and to pick up the 
arc mm-hmm. and bring it back to its rightful place. That's um, right. And, and, and that's where we started reading our text mm-hmm. last, last year, last year. Last, last year week. feels like a year, doesn't it? Feels that long. Okay. Yep. So the Bible says that Solomon made a place for the ark for that setting piece. Mm-hmm. Really the epicenter. Mm-hmm. This redemptive system. Right? Yep. And when they bring it in and they set it down, yeah. And they came back out and they got everything in order. Now, I know that this is not the first time that this happened. When they set it down, the Bible specifically says that they took the staves out. Mm-hmm. So in other words, we're, we're not wanting to move it again. No, this is it's where it it's going to sit here for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't want to be a church that that has selective mercy application. Wow. Wow. Available for some and not for others. Take the staves out. Sarah for whoever Take the wants staves it. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoever will go through the system, whoever right. will do altar yeah. labor, whoever will do the shoe bread, mm-hmm. altar of incense, whoever does all of that. As a, as a, as a, it's it's equal access. Wow. To that inner place, take the staves out. Okay, so he specifically says that it was First uh, Kings eight and thirteen. I have surely built thee a house to dwell in, a settled place. Settled place. A settled place for thee to abide in uh-huh. forever. Wow. Forever. So it was settled. Okay. Uh-huh. Go ahead and read for me, if you will, our 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 text as we kind of wrap up here. Verse 28. Yes. Yet first, so we're in first Kings 8 28. Uh yet have thou respect. So this is Solomon praying, correct? Yet have thou respect yes. unto the prayer of thy servant and to his supplication, O Lord my God, to hearken unto the cry and to the prayer which thy servant prayeth before thee today, that mine eyes may be open, that thine eyes may be open toward this house night and day. Get it. Hold it. Whoa, whoa. He is asking God. Mm-hmm. He's asking God. Wow. I want you to keep your eyes on this one. Yeah. Okay? Yep. Night and day. Mm-hmm. Night and day, right? The place continue even toward the place of which thou hast said, "My name shall be there," that thou mayest hearken unto the prayer which thy servant shall make toward this place, and hearken thou to the supplication of thy servant and of thy people Israel, when they shall pray toward this place, and hear toward thou in heaven. This place. Mm-hmm. So I want you to be looking at this. So that when people come to this place, or if they can't come, pray toward this place. Mm. Now that, he, he goes on, and, and for the sake of time, we won't get into it, but you can do a little bit of research yourself. He includes if they, if, 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 if they wander away mm. and get judged. And, and, and taken to captivity and 
and they can't get back to Jerusalem, mm-hmm. then from captivity, they can pray towards this place. They can orient right. toward this place. Okay? Um, this is what we were talking about at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. This is Daniel toward. in captivity yeah. in Babylon, yeah. praying toward yeah. Yeah. that place. Okay? Um, and he's saying, God, let's enter an agreement here. Mm-hmm. Now, if this doesn't give you a fresh appreciation for the house of God, your house of God, yours, Yeah. if it doesn't give you a fresh appreciation, you're missing this. Hmm. God, keep your eyes on this place. So now, this doesn't just include those that have gone to captivity, those that are being judged, those mm-hmm. that are off in battle. He also says strangers. Right. Strangers who are just driving down the road and go, I don't know what it is about that place. Yeah. Man. Okay. You've got a God that's watching this place and people praying toward this place. This just gave me a fresh appreciation for the house of God. The relationship between God and fallen humanity is buffered through the temple. Mm-hmm through that redemptive system, through Mm -hmm. the church, and the subsequent instrumentation that is carefully, strategically positioned, that place that is oriented properly. Uh God watches it. Now listen to what Solomon asked him. God, I want you to watch it so that when the people that are watching it pray, they pray toward this place, and you hear in heaven. In your dwelling place. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm here. In Gander, Newfoundland, I can't get to God. Mm-hmm. I can pray that way. Yeah. Wow. Your house of God's not just any other building. Mm-hmm. God's got an eye. Mm-hmm. And you've got your eye on that place. And when you pray in the right direction, God hears you. Mm. And the Bible gives a, another account of this, and we can wrap up. Now, this is a great wrap up to a Christmas story. Pretty good. Jonah. Yes. Okay, he's running the wrong direction. Was Jonah gone fishing? Or he was was he fishing or was fished? He was fished. <laughs> he, was, he was fishing. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. He was the proverbial fly. <laughs> yes, he was. Why? Because he was going the wrong direction. Oof. Wow. God wanted him to go what? Sources tell me that Nineveh is approximately 500 miles from Jerusalem. Uh huh. Tarshish was an additional 2,000 miles farther from Nineveh. Wow. He wanted to get a long way so 
away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so God sent a storm. Not all storms are judgment. Sometimes they're mercy. Mm-hmm. And God sent a storm. And they threw him overboard and he had prepared a fish. A great fish. Mm-hmm. Just like he's prepared. He's got one for you. He's got a big fish for oh, you. God. It's sitting right out there behind you. <laughs> and guess what? Jonah knew of that covenant. Yeah. Yeah. And it says in Jonah chapter 2, verse number 1, and Jonah prayed unto the Lord, his God, out of the fish's belly. Mm-hmm. You got it there? Yep. Read on. Yep. And he said, I cried by reason of my infliction unto the Lord, and he heard me out of the belly of hell, cried I. Yeah, if you ever wonder yeah, what it's it, like it to goes, be in the belly of a whale. Fish's belly. Yeah. Hell. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah. For thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet will I look again toward thy holy temple. How in the world do you hmm. know which direction the temple is when you're in the belly of hell? Wow. That fish spinning in the circle and going at we clearly know it had indigestion. Mm-hmm. The end of the story. I think this just says a lot about the attitude of a repentant man who knows that he's done wrong. Yeah. And has fallen on a merciful God. And he went down in verse 6. I went down to the bottom of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord, my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came in unto thee, into thy holy temple. Whoa, oh, oh, oh. My prayer made. God honored his covenant. God wow. was not just watching Jonah, he was watching the temple. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when Jonah prayed towards it, God heard in his dwelling place. And mercy was extended to a man that was going the wrong direction, but wanted to get it right. Wow. Repentance is what you need. Listen to me. Repentance is what you need to do if you're wanting to change your direction. Mm-hmm. Never underestimate. Never underestimate. Just turn back towards the mm-hmm. And again, you can be in the belly of hell and get a prayer to hell. Hmm. Just look back. Mm-hmm. Who's listening to this right now? If you have a product, keep praying, take heart, have faith. If you are the product, look. Start Start turning. Look back. Father's just waiting. 
not just waiting to hear a prayer. Mm-hmm. If you're a child of God that's just got a little lukewarm, just change your direction. If you're a young person struggling at the carnality, just, just, just start praying towards God. Will hear you. Mm-hmm. The farther you, the farther west you get, the more mercy you. Let's keep traveling west. And you go catch some fish. Hey. If anybody's wondering where he is. I'm gone. He's gone. Gone fishing.